Joining you on another episode of Keeping Up With The Current is your host Nadia connecting with you this Avo. I'm honoured to be back with you. Thank you for reconnecting with me, whether you're listening via 92.1 FM, live streaming on 2MFM.org or via our 2MFM radio app on either iOS or Android devices. On the show today, we will be exploring a modern dilemma. What is that modern dilemma? How have the relationships with our neighbours changed over the decades? How have they changed compared to the past? So today we will be doing quite a lot of comparisons between the modern day and age in comparison to the past. Why don't people have such a close relationship with their neighbours like they did in the past? And how can we improve contact between our neighbours? Now, you might have a different or opposing opinion to mine in that you don't feel it's changed. You don't feel that the neighbourly interactions have changed at this current time. But for the majority of people that I've asked over social media, especially Instagram, a lot of people assume and believe that there are major changes in the way we interact and socialise with our neighbours. So I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this modern dilemma by phoning 9707 2747 or So today's modern dilemma is about the relationship between our neighbours. And as I said before, opinions vary when it comes to this particular modern dilemma. So I'd like to know from you, how do you think our relationship or our connection with our neighbours have changed compared to the past? Was there a greater sense of community between neighbours in the past compared to today? What has changed and what is it? that uh, contributed to the decline of interaction and connection between neighbours. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this modern dilemma by phoning 97072747 or by contributing via WhatsApp messaging on our number 0410830930. That's 0410830930. There's no denying that society is not like how it used to be in the past. A lot has changed and the structure of our lives have changed and all of the changes that we've had to deal with have had an impact on our social interactions and connections like those with our neighbours. Back in the days, as we know, close relationships between neighbours existed. At least they knew each other's names, they visited one another They even used to exchange plates of food, which was a very common practice. And I'm not saying that no one does that anymore. There are still people nowadays who exchange plates of food, who visit one another, who wave hello and the like. But what I'm saying is only a handful of people actually do that today. 
it's not as common as it used to be. And we'll look at the potential reasons why those changes have actually come about. There are so many influences, there are so many reasons as to why those changes have come about, and we will be exploring that in further detail today. So I really want to hear from you guys. What has changed about the interactions with our neighbours and why has it changed? Tell me about how it was for you as a child. Did you spend most of your time hanging out with your your neighbours? Were you playing outside most of the time? Did you visit one another regularly? How was it for you? Now, I do have a few responses that I received from Instagram and I'd like to share them with you today. Now, one listener says, we used to check on our neighbours and see if they are okay. Technology has taken over. Now, technology is a big topic, and that is one of the prominent reasons as to why there is a decline of interactions between our neighbours. And I have to agree with that listener. Technology has taken over, not in a small way, but in a large, substantial way. And it's not just technology, but the internet and social media has actually changed the way people interact physically. We don't feel the need anymore to leave the house to communicate with other people. Everyone knows everything about everyone, even if they don't really know any of them at all. And social networking is probably the most prominent way that people communicate socially today. Even our youngsters are socialising with their peers, with their friends over on social media. So technology, the internet and social media have actually changed the way we interact with those who are in close proximity to us. And with that point, another listener who's actually from Sri Lanka, he says, we stopped visiting neighbours and kin and then they became strangers. And then social networks know them better than we do. Again, it's another valid point associated with um, how technology and social media has influenced our lack of interaction with our neighbours and even our kin. From a person's social networking site, you can easily identify how they're doing and what they're doing. You know so much about someone by clicking on their profile. And what that actually has led to is it's made us lazier because it's easier to know about someone and we don't have to make the effort by leaving the house. We can easily know about someone. We don't even need to ask them, how are you? You know, because there are people who post on their social feed how they're doing on that particular day. So the person becomes less inclined to actually approach that person or even physically visit that person to see how they're doing. Another listener believes their attitude towards you and the way they treat you changes. And that's what she believes Uh, has resulted in the decline of social interactions with neighbours. But the thing is, it shouldn't be that way. You know, the attitude towards one another should be positive. 
We should establish a positive attitude with our neighbours. And that's something that is associated or deeply rooted in our religion. And the thing is, there's no denying that all neighbourhoods have their own personalities. Not everyone is the same. Some might be open to socialising, while others are made up of people who prefer to stay to themselves. But regardless of the type of neighbourhood you live in, there are still some basic etiquette rules that you should follow. And the perfect example to follow is Prophet Muhammad wasallam. And I'll talk about some of the Islamic guidelines concerning the way in which we should treat our neighbours. But I guess the ultimate goal is to live in peace, to live in peace with our neighbours. Not only peace, but also harmony. And even though that's not always easy to do, you can at least do whatever it takes to prevent hostilities and long-lasting hard feelings. Another listener said, when we were young, we couldn't wait to see our neighbours. If they had kids, we played with them. Now I don't let my kids talk or play with anyone. And it's so sad to hear that, how that aspect has changed in so many ways. A lot of us can relate to the fact that our parents allowed us. They allowed us to roam outside, to play happily and freely and interact with our neighbours. And the reason why that was the case is because there were less incidents of child abduction or sexual assault or even murders back then. So parents were more at ease about having their children interact with members of the neighbourhood. Parents now are a lot more worried. They're more anxious about their kids playing outside. Back then, it was more common for kids to walk to school even as opposed to having their parents drop them off. So parents had a lot more confidence in allowing their children to interact with people outside of the home. But parents today, they're very, very anxious about the friendships that their children make and establish. They're less inclined to allow them to interact with others in fear of their safety and well-being. And it's quite understandable. You know, the media doesn't help. It doesn't help what we hear time and time again, especially, of course, with the influx of stories that are posted on social media that are very harrowing, very chilling stories. Some might be false to spread unnecessary fear, but there are stories out there that are true and that are circulating on mainstream media that we should know about. So we should be alarmed We should be worried about our children's situation, but we shouldn't prevent them from interacting with their neighbours if they want to. Now, I can tell you with my son, he has this love and passion when it comes to playing with his neighbours. It's something that he's so passionate about. And when I give him the opportunity to do so, he just gets so excited like it's aid for him. So for a lot of kids, they love that. And that's something we grew up doing. We grew up playing with our friends, our neighbours, going to the local park, and we did so on a regular basis.
So again, speaking on behalf of my childhood, we were very close with our neighbours. And if any of my relatives or my siblings are listening at the moment, they would attest to this. And I'm sure a lot of you listening associate your childhood with the connection that you had with the people who lived in close proximity to you, where we would play together on the street, at the local park. And it's something we would do not just once a week, we would do this every day, hours on end until Maghreb set in. And a lot of you would know that that is the moment you would hear your name being called out by your mum to get back inside. And that was it. That was how our childhood was spent, pretty much on repeat. And it was so refreshing to live a life, spending that time with our neighbours, enjoying the outdoors. A lot has changed. So if you make that comparison... Kids used to go outside, play with other kids. Again, I'm not saying that this doesn't happen anymore. It does, but it's not like before. Kids were able to roam around the neighbourhood without constant supervision because all the neighbours knew whose kid belonged to what family. And, you know, if any of those kids got into trouble or got hurt, the neighbours knew exactly who to contact. But the situation, I guess, is a lot different today. We don't have that anymore. Uh, specifically our kids, our children, they don't have that anymore. So what do you think has changed? Why do you think that has changed? Is it because our homes got bigger and our yards got smaller? Is it because families got more cars and drove around more often, spending less time at home and less time in their yards? Is it because our local parks have turned into a place to fear sexual predators and drug dealers? Look, when I was a child, All the neighbours knew each other and they interacted with one another regularly. And it was almost like we were related by blood. They were definitely the good old times, as they say, where everyone kept their doors open. They waved hello to another. But it doesn't seem to be as prominent as it once did in the past. And that's what we are exploring today. The reasons as to why our social interactions have changed with our neighbours. So I am inviting your your input on this topic today, 97072747 or via our WhatsApp messaging on 
I'd like to thank our listener who provided her input about what she thinks regarding our interactions with our neighbours in this day and age. She mentions family dynamics and lifestyle has a big part to play. More and more people working longer hours so there is no time to socialise with neighbours or anyone else. Also, in the past, more women stayed home and would find time to check in and catch up over coffee with neighbours. More women today are working and barely have enough time to take care of their families. In the past, families moved house less than they do nowadays. People moving from house to house on almost yearly basis means we have less time to get to know our neighbours. Definitely all your points are valid. Definitely the dynamics of our life have changed and more and more women nowadays are actually working. So in the past, of course, there were less women working. A lot of the reasons as to why we have less contact with our neighbours nowadays, it has to do with the way our lifestyle has changed. And if you think about it, our lifestyle nowadays is a lot more busy a lot more hectic. Back in the days, people, they didn't go out very often. And if they wanted to shop for clothes, they would have to travel at least, you know, 15 miles to the nearest store. So people back then, they didn't go out very often. Nowadays, life is a lot more mobile. Now we don't have enough time to spend speaking with our neighbours This modern lifestyle really makes us spend more time inside our homes, surfing the internet, watching videos on YouTube, chit-chatting on WhatsApp, watching television, and then we go out by car, basically. And that leads us to have no social interaction with our neighbours. So 9707-2747 is the number to call if you'd like to send me a text message on 0410-830-930, please do so. So adding to the point that was mentioned by one of our listeners, you know, back then, middle class families, they didn't need an extra income like they do today. The husband's income was was actually all that was needed to support a household. So because of that, most women in the neighborhood were full time homemakers. And as our listener mentioned, they would pop in at each other's houses regularly just for coffee or even to borrow a cup of sugar for example. And because a lot of these household chores were quite tedious, because they didn't have what we have today to help us with those chores, women back then really enjoyed and really wanted the company of other women while they were doing them. So because women weren't working or working as much as they do today, they were able to visit their friends and neighbours, they were able to interact. And then by the time women started to join the workforce, Um, families earning two incomes was no longer a luxury, but it was a necessity. And that's when the cost of living spiraled out of control. It went up the roof. So with more and more women working, what that meant was that no one would be home for most of the day. And then daycare centers started popping up all over the place um, so that mothers would be able to work. 
And that's how they wouldn't have the time to meet their neighbours because after work, they would be extremely busy picking up their kids from school and childcare and then preparing dinner for the family. And most of the friends they had were co-workers. So that would pretty much be the social interaction that they relied on to keep them sane. So that is in terms of how our dynamics have changed and how, especially when it comes to women, the culture of women working and being at home and being the ones residing at home and interacting with other neighbours, that has changed tremendously with more and more women in the workforce. Hana mentioned and I definitely agree with you that hardships have become more widespread and of course the family is expanding now back then people might have had you know during our time less less children but now obviously their children are having children and so on and so forth so each family is focused on their own circle so they become less able to to interact with other people outside of their circle. So what do you think has led to a decline in community closeness between neighbours? 97072747 or send me a message on WhatsApp 0410830930. I'm sure you'd agree that the biggest reason as to the decline in interactions between our neighbours is, of course, the advent of the internet. And, and the internet has made it way easier than before to stay in contact with the world, no matter how far or how close we are. You know, we'd be sitting in the same living room with someone and we still manage to speak with that person via WhatsApp messaging. That's how uh, we've become so entrenched with our social media interactions. In the past, neighbours actually formed an important part of people's social life. And I'm sure all of us remember how vastly different things were back then compared to how it is now. I don't know. I really can't say whether things are better now than they were back then because I'm pretty biased and nostalgic when remembering my younger days. But it's really sad that today's youth will never have an idea how life was really back then. It's sad that they will miss out on our childhood and the types of experiences that we had. There was a greater sense of social interaction ironically enough. At the same time, we've become so sociable online, we've distanced ourselves from those that are in close proximity to us, like our neighbours. (laughs) 
Also, another listener says varying schedules also make it hard when you're working, our neighbours are home and vice versa. Gone is the standard nine to five work schedule, which at one point meant we were more likely to bump into each other. So a lot has changed in terms of our time at work. And not only that, after we finish work, nowadays there are a lot more extracurricular activities that our children engage in. There are a lot more responsibilities on our shoulders, especially if you are a working mother. There is so much to juggle in this day and age, leaving less time for you to socially interact with your neighbours. So we have bigger lives than we did in the past. And our opportunities for social interaction are no longer restricted to the people who live next door to us or within our neighbourhood. People nowadays are far less reliant or restricted to those who happen to live nearby their postal address for social relationships. And as I said before, we have the internet for that, making it quicker, easier to interact with other people. And again, we can all agree that our lifestyle has changed. Life has become fast. Life has become mobile and busy, very busy. And time certainly has become a rare commodity. And as we grow and evolve, technology does too. And this technology will eventually be able to do most things for us. So we simply don't do them ourselves anymore. We're able to get food delivered to our door in a heartbeat. Well, not really a heartbeat, but it's become more easier and quicker to have things delivered to our door. And the pace of life is so fast that people not only have less time with their neighbours, but their family as well. And it just goes to show you the extent to which life isn't the same anymore. Even our family interactions have declined tremendously. Not just with our neighbours, but also with our kin, with our family members as well. we've become a more reserved nation do you think we live much more isolated lives do you think we're a bit more private in a sense I'd also like to know if you think it's changed in our middle eastern countries like lebanon do you think it's also changed or is it still the same as it was before
the last time I visited Lebanon was about two two years ago, and from what I saw, you know, in terms of the situation in Lebanon, it remains the same from my perspective. There is a strong presence of neighborhood connections that still exists in Lebanon. This tight knit relationship that exists in neighborhoods. They visit one another. They randomly rock up to each other's houses for a cup of tea, cup of coffee, uh, to socialize, and that is so heartwarming to see that nothing's changed. Even in times of hardship, that's pretty much their source of comfort. So, from my perspective, and I think you'd agree uh, that it definitely hasn't changed in Lebanon or other Middle Eastern countries. But in Australia, you can say it has changed tremendously. 97072747 is the number to call. I am asking for your feedback regarding the social interactions between neighbours. Have they changed or are they the same? Sister Saja also provided her input on WhatsApp. She said, another reason neighbours don't know each other and interact like the days our parents interacted is the way society has become. In her opinion, she says, socioeconomic status plays a big role. Low socioeconomic families don't have the financial stability of staying in one property long enough to get to know and build a trusting relationship with the neighbours for their friends to be outside roaming the neighbourhood playing and just being kids like we had in our childhood. These groups are mainly Muslims and rapidly becoming second and third generation Australians. Thank you so much for providing your input about what you think has changed in terms of our interactions with our neighbours. And I can definitely agree with you. Financial stability plays a big role, especially with the large number of people renting properties, they don't have a stable place to stay in. And for that reason, it doesn't give them enough time to get to know their neighbours. And as I said before, you know, parents are a lot more anxious about their children interacting with other children in the neighbourhood. And there's another point as well in terms of we have time restrictions when it comes to, you know, looking after our children and supervising them. We don't have the luxury of time that we used to, to actually sit with our children in the front yard to supervise them while they play or interact with the children in the neighbourhood. We don't have that luxury of time. So for that reason, there becomes a decline in the level of interaction that we have or our children have for that matter.
Thank you very much to Brother Yahya, who sent through a message with a few valid points there. Thank you very much for your feedback about this topic. I'm glad to know that it's it's bringing about a lot of benefit. Uh, inshallah, maybe our AM Drive Time show presenters can talk about this issue in Arabic. I know there is a lot for them to say, especially for those who migrated to Australia. They can compare. They can give you a comparison of how the interactions are in um, Lebanon, for example, in comparison to Australia. A lot of people tend to become a lot more isolated because they're away from family and so they rely on the interactions with their neighbours to keep them mentally afloat. But uh, Brother Yahya mentioned that, of course, the social networking sites have really resulted in you know loss of interactions with our neighbors like WhatsApp and also he mentioned another factor uh, that resulted in uh, the separation or the barriers between neighbors are quarrels and selfishness as well so but a lot of us don't realize how important it really is to establish a good connection with our neighbors it's so important in so many ways and that's why the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam emphasized tremendously on giving our neighbors their rights and treating them with ihsan treating them with goodness kindness and showing them empathy and compassion. So I'd like to thank all our listeners, especially those who interacted with me on WhatsApp. Until the next time I reconnect with you on Keeping Up With The Current, please take care. Oh